Welcome to She's Called and Confident, a Christian woman's empowerment podcast, helping women step into their calling full of confidence in knowing who they are and what they were destined to do. Are you ready to stop living your life on autopilot and giving your time and energy to things that don't satisfy you? You have a burning desire inside of you, and the longer you try to ignore it, the stronger it gets. You know it's time to take action towards your dreams and calling, but you wonder, is this really from God or is it just me? What if I put myself out there and I fail? Or my gosh, what if it works? I'm your host, Yolanda King, a mom, wife, entrepreneur, and all-around California Jesus-loving woman. I'm obsessed with helping you build kingdom, prosperity, confidence, and success so that you can glorify God through your calling and expand His kingdom. Each week, I will share with you behind the scenes of living out your God-given calling, inspiring stories and strategies to help build your business while living your best life. Are you ready? I know you are. Let's do this. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to another week, another episode of the She's Called and Confident podcast. So happy you are here. So, you know, one of the benefits of having an online business is being able to meet beautiful people all around the world. And on today's podcast episode, I'm interviewing a dear, sweet friend of mine, a powerhouse really in the kingdom, Heather Shriver Burns. Now, Heather is a speaker, coach, and host of the Seek First CEO podcast. She is a mom of three, married to her best friend for nine years, and lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Heather is a multi-passionate entrepreneur whose greatest passion is pointing high-achieving servant-hearted women to Jesus. As a certified Christian neuroscience life coach, she helps ambitious CEOs manage their mind and emotions so they can manage their life and business by learning how to flow with the Holy Spirit. Now, I sat down with Heather a few months ago, so some of the references that you might you might, hey, like this sounds like it's from a different time, like 2021. (laughs) It definitely is, but the concepts and some of the material, the content that just God allowed us to just flow and, and talk about these things, it's super powerful. It's beyond relevant right now and so I know you are going to need to get out a piece of notepad your journal a pen so if you're listening while on the gym while running while cleaning come back to this this is an episode you're going to want to save and as always stay till the very end so you know how to get a hold of Heather how to connect with her on social media so without further ado here is my interview with Heather I'm so excited to bring on our next guest speaker. So this is somebody that I've been wanting to have for quite some time on the podcast. I'm a total fan girl of this coach online. And I just kind of been like, you know what? I have to have her on the podcast. And as many of you guys know, I'm pretty selective of who I bring on the podcast because I really want to make sure that it's people who are going to pour into you, that it's just really going to talk directly from messages that God has poured into them. Heather, welcome to the She's Called and Confident podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my goodness. So we have so many topics to talk about. What has been your journey to your calling? Oh man, journey to my calling. It's been a long journey. I think our entire life is that though. And I think sometimes as entrepreneurs, we feel like there's this final destination and there really isn't. So I guess to back up, I actually about seven years ago was on maternity leave and I 
never, ever thought I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom or not work. However, when I had that baby and he was put in my arms and I was about two weeks out from maternity leave, I was completely panicked. And so I thought, oh my goodness, why didn't I not think of this? And I was Googling, you know, work from home jobs, all the things, because I just couldn't imagine going back to work. And that began my entrepreneurial journey. And so I discovered network marketing and I saw the opportunity there and fell in love with helping other women, which is where I ended up getting my life coaching certification. Um, I, I saw that something was missing with the network marketing piece. And so I ended up getting my life coaching certification and something was always off. Like I liked a lot of parts about network marketing. I really loved the leadership, the teaching, the mentoring, but there was something that wasn't quite the, I call it the Cinderella slipper. Like it, it fit, I could fit my foot in there, but it wasn't like the thing. And I kept searching and searching and searching and I'd try one thing. And so I ended up building multiple network marketing businesses, uh, six, seven, eight figures. And I still was unfulfilled. I felt like something was still missing. And I started a boutique. I started a, a faith-based apparel business. I had coaching. It's like, I was doing all of these things. And the journey really, <laughs> Yolanda, it's the journey back to Jesus is really what it is. And I had to really lose it all, what felt like losing it all, to find a deeper relationship with the Lord. And so this journey, uh, although it's entrepreneurial, it's so much more. I saw the shiny things. I saw the, the titles and the money and the, all the things that you can have as an entrepreneur. And while those things I think are good and I think those are blessings, really this whole journey has been a way for the Lord to a journey back to Jesus. I think that's, that's really, that is my entrepreneur journey, a journey back to Jesus. So in 2018, I felt like I lost it all, uh, a business I had poured my heart and soul into. It was kind of like the climax of my entrepreneurial career. I ended up losing it and I was absolutely devastated, heartbroken, um, angry, frustrated, felt very misunderstood, all of these feelings and, and thought, did I disappoint you, God? Like, why did you let that happen? Uh, and then that's really where this deep, deep journey of seeing how my business is a business tree. It's a business, but it's a ministry. And there's so much more than the world's definition of success to, um, to experience in this, in this space. So here we are, uh, seven years later, having done a lot of things, uh, and that's just my entrepreneurial career. That's not even my corporate career, but, uh, I am so blessed to be able to do what I do and help other women who love Jesus and love business and really want to do their business with the Lord. Wow, that's absolutely beautiful. And you know, I think, honestly, I think that's the reason why I could relate so much when you say that 2018, you lost it all because that was me 2017, right? And I, I heard a little bit, um, like a little bit of snippets of what you shared on the podcast. You did mention you lost your network marketing business and it was kind of like out of nowhere, just kind of like took him from you and, and you were accused of something that was, that was just, it's the labeling, right? And you had mm -hmm. to deal with labeling and not being able to really just almost defend yourself in a way. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so I had something similar with my nonprofit um, organization. And so I remember when you had shared that, I was like, oh my gosh, I remember those feelings. It's like you, you're, it's a roller coaster. It's, you don't even have the opportunity to defend yourself, to clean your name. And that was like the main one for me. It's like, oh my gosh, somebody out there like is thinking this of me and it's not true. I want my name to be clean, my reputation. And sometimes God allows that to happen because we're relying too much on that versus allowing yes. him to be all of us. 
And oh my goodness. Yes. The word I, I you know, I, I was always seeking this word, like how am I feeling, right? <laughs> what is, what are all these feelings that are going on? And the word that I could wrap it up in was misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I felt very misunderstood. You know, people who said wonderful things about me and thought great things all of a sudden, they didn't see me for who I was and you nailed it. And that's it is that that was a season where the Lord showed me it doesn't matter what they think or what they say. It matters how I see you. And so he took me on this deep hidden journey where it was just him and myself. And he showed me what he thought of me. And that's, that's really where the garden was birthed. It's like, he showed me the significance in the garden. I'm going to cry just saying this, um, you know, the garden of Eden and how that was that perfect unity with God. And and they were free and they worked and they just, you look at that and I just imagine their, their life went before the sin came in. Right. And I'm like, that's where God was like, I want to get this like journey back to Eden. I want to get you back to that original state of how I created you to be. And it doesn't matter what they say. And then I always looked at Jesus as an example of the entire crucifixion when they were saying all these things about him and they were doing like horrible things to him. He said nothing. He said nothing. And that helped heal my heart to know God sees me. And, um, he really took me on this, like I said, a very intimate personal journey about the garden and showed me what he sees in my garden. And that's what I'm here to do now is to help other people get back to the garden of Eden, the original design then the other garden, we obviously know it a lot about is the garden of Gethsemane. And I feel that's where Jesus reclaimed our identity as God's children. Um, and so there's just so much significance in the garden, literally like that, that's what it is, but misunderstood. And you're right. It's, we go into this defender. We want to defend ourselves. And literally that song defender, I had nonstop on my computer, on my phone all the time. I would just sit in my office and cry to that song thinking he is my defender. When I thought I lost me, he knew where I left me. He reintroduced me to his love. And so, yeah, it's uh, our pride. <laughs> God showed me that too, right? Our pride wants to defend ourselves when it's it just our ego. Um, it, it doesn't matter. It's, that's not why we're here. And so a lot of very deep healing. <laughs> I love it. If you don't mind, let's get into like the garden. You, see, you know I mean? You mentioned two gardens, garden Eden, garden Gethsemane. And how the Garden of Gethsemane is where you find your identity. Like, explain that. Yeah, so um, we can see where they were coming to get Jesus. And they said, we're looking for the Son of God. And they said, is that you? And he said, you said so. And they all fell back. It was like, they even knew, they knew who he was. There's so much power in our identity in Christ. And I say that's all the time. I think sometimes we think the enemy's after our stuff. You know, and obviously he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yes. However... I really don't think it's our stuff. I don't think it's our material things. It's our identity in Christ so that we don't operate in that calling. We don't operate from that place. You think of royalty, like you are, you're birthed into this, this family, this lineage, right? That's, that's what we are as children of God. But when we don't know that, we don't operate from that place. And so I, just, I would have to find the exact scripture, but it's like the way that Jesus said, like, I am he. He said, I am he. And, you know, rooted in entrepreneurial world, right? We say all these affirmations of I am, I am, I am. And I think God took me on a deep journey of that in 2019, right? After this whole 2018 thing. And he just walked me through this journey of who I am in him. But that's the key. It's the in him. And so 2019 was all about who I am. Like Jesus said, I am, I am he. That's me, you know, right? And he boldly claimed his identity 
even though he knew what he was going to walk into, right? He knew what was on the other side of this. And so that's what I want to be able to boldly say who I am in Christ, regardless of what's ahead or what it might produce. So, wow. I love that he explained that. And I, I had a feeling you were going to get into that. I was like, okay, clarify that because that's super powerful. And that's truly where the internal freedom, that internal confidence was like, you don't even have to be loud, boastful, Uh, play a part like you're truly free within yourself you're truly healed and that confidence that that founded on god is just truly birthed and people could see it and i absolutely love that and talk all about a heart set yeah so on this journey of healing right seeking the lord and like i was spending so much time with the lord i was reading scripture i was declaring things from scripture i i felt like i was doing all the right things from a outside perspective i mean my heart too but you know there's one thing to say that god loves us right? There is an absolute other thing to know and feel and live loved. And so that's the difference between the heart and the mind, right? So the the mind, we can know God is good, but from our heart, it's the experiences that we've had. And it's the way, it's our heart posture. It's how we live. And I always go back to that God looks at our heart, right? He's not really looking at our outward appearance, although we should represent Christ, right? But he looks at the heart. And so when we live from this place, and I found that I was saying a lot of things, like I trust God, I know God loves me. So our three basic human needs is to feel loved, safe, worthy, and enough. That's it. Or to feel loved, safe, worthy, and enough. And and we tend to seek those things out from other people when God's like, hey, I love you. Actually, he is love, right? And that we can trust him with our health, with our finances, with our relationships, with our, with our jobs, like with everything and that we are worthy. We, we are enough just as we are for him, right? To use us and to love us however he sees us as we can be. And so the heart set and mindset is the difference between knowing something in your head and living it out in your heart, like living it, actually living from that place. And I knew I was saying all the right, even like Christian things that I am loved, I am safe, I am worthy, I am valuable, I am called, I am chosen. I can say all those things, but I wasn't living from that place. And so God wants us to live from that place, take actions from that place. And so back to this whole 2018 thing, what happened was my identity was threatened, right? My character, my morals, all these things and my finances were threatened. Like everything was threatened. And when we are threatened in any way, we fight, flight, or freeze. That is our natural response to things, to fight, flight, or freeze. And so into that other part of the heart set and mindset, it's like, well, if you really trust that God has you, you won't have to fight your battles alone. He will fight for you. If you really feel like God knows who you are and it doesn't really matter what somebody else says, you don't have to run away and be ashamed and, and, you know, actually, no, you want to run into the arms of Jesus. You want to flight and run into his arms and you don't have to freeze and feel stuck right because you can stand still. And that's what the Lord taught me. There's a difference between standing, freezing, right? And being stuck and standing still and firm on a firm foundation, knowing who he is. So it's funny before, uh, before we actually started doing this, you, you said my favorite F word and it's flow, flow. And that's, that is what the Lord is showing me how to not fight, not flight, not freeze, but how to flow. And so that's actually one of my masterminds that I walk women through. It's, it's understanding your brain and how it works. Uh, and so again, it's so that we live from that place from our heart. We take actions from our heart, knowing that he loves us, that we are safe, we can trust him, that we are worthy. We are just where he wants us. Good segue into you talking about the brain. You know, a lot of the women here that listen to the podcast um, are in the beginning stages of, of finding their calling. And, and I do have a lot of women who are in ministry who listen to this podcast and I love talking about the brain. That's like one of the things I geek out, but 
I feel like let's use your certification to, to bring knowledge to this podcast, right? From somebody who is certified and, and talking about all about neuroscience and healing the brain mm-hmm. and the power that can be for us Christian women who are not afraid to really step into our calling and say, all right, God, I'm just going to do what you're calling me to do for your glory. But even though we're like, there's a lot of junk <laughs> that we still have to process. And there's a lot of healing that still needs to get done. And explain what neuroscience, first of all, like that certification, and explain what that is. And then we yes. can, like, dig into like, how can that look like for mm-hmm. um, a Christian entrepreneur to, to partner with God? Yeah, great question. And this all ties to my story too. Because what happened was, again, I was in my head. I knew, I knew. And I was having these experiences with the Lord about you know, like going through this healing and him reestablishing my identity in him and showing me who he is and, and, you know, promising, like none of this will be wasted. I promise you this. Right. But there was this place in my business where I kept coming up against these roadblocks and I couldn't quite figure out what is really, I would just literally say, what is wrong with me? And I was so frustrated because I kept feeling like I was coming up to these, I would do something in my coaching business. I would launch a program. I would have success, but then there was something like holding me back from next level and going all in. And I had done that in other industries, but I was, there was something blocking me in the coaching world. And I was really trying to figure out what is my issue? What is my problem? And I hired coaches. I did all these things. I was, I went did some counseling. I was doing all these things. And again, from my head perspective, everything from the, I, I knew, I knew the right answer, but I couldn't figure out my heart. And that's what got me into this uh, journey of figuring out what's, wait a second, this is the head, there's the heart, right? But like, we operate from our subconscious 80 to 90% of the time. And our subconscious is created to make us automate our responses so that we conserve energy. Everything that we do is, is takes energy. And so what I was on this journey of was what is deeply rooted in me, like in my subconscious, and I call them weeds considering the garden, right? What is the, what are the weeds that are deep? They're in my garden. I love the uh, verse. It talks about the enemy coming in in the middle of the night and planting, planting seeds, right? And that these are actually weeds. And when the wheat and the tares, they grow together. It's like, which ones do you pick? And that's a whole other thing. Cause it can be overwhelming when you start to see, man, the enemy has just done a lot of work in my garden and I am ready to start pulling these weeds. But what it was, was that I realized there was something about me. There was something still from this trauma that happened that was impacting my ability to walk into this next level, this glory to glory season. And all that to say, what happened was I figured out, I thought I was a victim. Now, let me say this from a Outsider perspective, if you would have asked me, do I think I'm a victim? Absolutely not. But what I recognized was once I started learning about the brain and seeing how my language, my words, because that's what comes out of our mouth, right? What's stored up in our heart. This is again, the heart set, right? God wants us to operate from who he says that we are because I recognized that my actions weren't lining up with what I wanted and what I thought and what I felt, you know, that God was calling me to do. All of that to say, once I realized that, oh my goodness, in my subconscious, because I was done dirty, right? You were sounds like you were done dirty. It was something that it wasn't fair. It was an injustice. It wasn't. And, but I was operating 
as a victim. I had a lot of victim mentality words. And so I was almost like I was suppressing myself really. So anyways, the, the, the neuroscience is really, I mean, it's a study of the brain and how it works. But, but even beyond that, I think sometimes we can get wrapped up in all of that. If we go to scripture, we can see how so many of these things God already taught us. Take your thoughts captive, right? What happens is we live in such a fast paced world that we don't even slow down enough to know what we're thinking because our emotions, we live off of our emotions. We live off of the feelings. And I always say, get out of your feelings, get into God's word. But even that, like get out of your feelings because our emotions are feelings. And right before the emotions that we have is a thought. And this is where we take our thoughts captive. We, we put them up to scripture and we say, is that true? Wait a second. Cause these emotions are telling me something, whether it's you're sad, you're angry, you're happy They're, They go both ways, right? There's a thought that comes before that, that impacts everything else. It's like it's this waterfall cascade or a domino effect that a thought produces emotions, which produces beliefs, which then produces our decisions, actions, and results. And so it's like this cascade of things. And I knew that I knew that I knew that God had given me this coaching, you know, business. And I knew I was doing something good, but again, there was something in that middle that was impacting my results. And I couldn't quite figure it out. And what it was, was in my beliefs, deeply rooted in my subconscious, I was operating like a victim. And God had to show me, you're not a victim, you're a victor. And so then it was rewiring my brain to operate from a place that God has created me. And so we can, you know, take our thoughts captive, be transformed by the renewing of our mind, um, our vision, right? Where there is no vision, the people will perish. And I wasn't having this, all these things that I had knew and heard in scripture were like tying together to the science. I'm like, oh my goodness, God already said all these things. It's the study of the brain, understanding how it works and using how it works to, to do good. Okay. I love it. So, and then knowing like you listening to this podcast right now, like this is like continual work. Like mm-hmm. God highlighted to me in December uh, last year, like when I'm looking at this year, right. And I, I said it in the podcast already, like this year is different for me because God showed me what to be focusing on. And I was like, really God, like this is really different. But one of the things I knew my next business expense was actually not a business coach was actually a mindset coach which I know you know know her Susan Chump like got highlighted like it's time for you to get in there and and just really dig up stuff that you thought you healed or you thought that you're fine with and this happens at every single stage and it's a continual process and and I want to encourage you listening don't bypass this internal work for the altar of success, for the altar of like, I have to hit this number this year. I have to get this done this year. Because one thing that God revealed to me out, like, I don't know about you, how God speaks to you, but when sometimes when God speaks to me, like very, very clear and audibly, it's right in the middle of me waking up and fully waking up. And he delivers a sentence, a word of this. And I'm like, it's God. And he literally said, premature success will destroy you. Mm. I opened my eyes and I'm like, oh God, (laughs) crying and all the things. But premature success will destroy you. It is not worth it. And so knowing that getting in there, doing the work right now, so you can have that solid foundation to receive and hold It's not just about receiving, but it's able to steward it and hold it, everything that God wants to give you. Yeah. It makes me think of one of the things that I, God, God wants to do a work in you before he can do a work through you. 
And so, so often as entrepreneurs, we're seeking methods, formulas, strategies, more information. We used to get stuck in consumption mode when we negate the, the, the reality that God looks at our heart and he wants our heart. And so that's where the heart is the foundation of everything. And I think so many women, and, and I, you know, this speaking to women who are wanting to fulfill their purpose and their calling, right? That's like, there's this yearning inside of each and every one of us to do that. And especially if we have a relationship with the Lord. It's like, well, we want to do what you've created us to do. So help us. But I think so many women's foundations, myself included, uh, is that, that my foundation wasn't strong enough to carry the, the weight of the mantle and the calling and the anointing that I had on my life. And so the Lord had to get to the, to the surface. He had to get to the, the, well, below the surface really, which goes back to what you're saying. Like it's this place, it's, it's the tilling the soil it's the tending to the heart and the, this place that we can then build on it so that we can carry, carry out our calling. But we've got to allow God to do the work in us so that he can do the work through us. Right. Yeah, I love it. What do you feel is the number one struggle Christian entrepreneurs face right now? Mm, overwhelm. Overwhelm. It's it's the word I hear all the time. And the Lord, that's what I like to do, help women take women from overwhelm to overflow. I was that woman. I was making more money than I could have ever imagined. I had everything. I was traveling the world, speaking on stages. I was doing all the things and I was so overwhelmed. My success was not coming from a place of overflow. And while I think all of those things were gifts and blessings and there's not a bad thing, success is, comes in all shapes and sizes, but they were all being birthed from a place of overwhelm. And so then I wasn't even able to enjoy those things. And I think so often too, religion can speak and that we start to feel like we have to work harder to receive more or to, uh, to do better, to prove ourselves to God that we're, you know, we're, that we're worthy to be used. And so there's this, 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 the word overwhelm, we are overwhelmed and yet doing so many things, trying to live up to what the world says is success and or proving our worthiness to God. Where do you feel that you see the online Christian coaching space in five years? Mm. Well, that's a good question. Well, first of all, we need Christian coaches. We absolutely, that are rooted in biblical truths because we can see new age coming in in every which way. And what they've done is they've just taken everything that God has said and twisted it to be yourself as the God and yourself as the power, yourself as the creativity, right? It's the Holy Spirit in us. And we know that. And so that's that striving versus abiding, right? So I always want to bring my natural in, in its excellence, right? Not perfection, but excellence and trust that God's going to put a super on it. And that my business is a supernatural representation of God's favor and goodness, not because of me, not because of all how creative I am and how awesome I am and how hard I worked and all of these things. But no, God's asking each of us to bring our, our best, right? Bring our best, bring our natural and he will touch a super on it, right? It's like, you know, think of all the miracles that Jesus did. That was just doesn't make sense. He'll take our not enough and make it more than enough. And so where we, the Christian coaching space, we need more Christians to understand one, the brain and how it works, but really and the Bible and how, how it's all tied together. I will say this though, because some of the things we can say are very, um, they almost like tiptoe into, or you've heard new age people say these things. And so it's like, wait a second. One of my mentors who I love, Jim Baker, um, he says that principles without the prince is more like witchcraft than it is the kingdom. And I love, I mean, that, that quote like rocked my world. Um, principles without the prince is more like witchcraft than it's the kingdom. So to me, 
it points right back to what we started talking about. It's the heart, right? Where is our heart postured in this? What are we, yeah, we want, we want good things, but why? And what's the, what's the root? What's the, what's in our heart about all of this stuff. And so using these principles that God already said, they're, they're all throughout scripture, right? Speaking, our, our words have the power to speak life or death. All of these things, God already said these things, our mind, but using them with God, right? And, and, and knowing where, where these things are rooted in truth. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Like, honestly, this question, the reason why I explained it, it's because I definitely see how coaching is becoming a bridge from traditional therapy that people that has a stereotype. And, Mm -hmm. and I know, I know it does work. It it has its function. It has its place. And Hey, listen, I'm a social worker. Um, so I'm never even going to say like, no, but it definitely is a bridge Mm -hmm. the traditional counseling and seeing results and living that vibrant thriving life that many people want and so when I see the power of like coaching in general and then the power of Christian life coaching holy spirit led coaching you said oh my gosh world changing Yes. Well, and that's, it's funny because when you were like, Hey, your bio, is it still the same? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. What, what did I say? Because I have changed my title. I think titles are kind of silly. And I think, again, this is where strategy and I call this kingdom strategy. The experts will tell you a lot of things and they'll tell you this method formula, this, this thing that you have, that you follow this method and this is going to, you know, you're going to yield the six figure business or whatever. And that negates the very need for, uh, for Jesus and for God, for Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. And so I refer to it all the time as kingdom strategy. I think you alluded to it that, um, your next season, God told you something that didn't really make sense. And you're like, Oh, I don't really know. But that's the cool part about God and this entrepreneur journey is that we can trust what he is telling us. Because it might, and and not only does it might sound different, it probably does sound different, right? Because we're pioneers. We're supposed to do things different. And and there's nothing wrong. And this is where I kind of tiptoe on this too. Like there's, there's nothing wrong with strategies, methods, formulas, plans, all of these things, right? I, I just am very cautious with this one size fits all success. Because if you look at Ephesians 2.10, it says, we are his masterpiece. We're one of a kind. Each of us are one of a kind created to do something very specific. And when we try to follow somebody else's method, plan, formula, whatever, we negate the very need of Jesus. And so I don't know, that to me is what poor in spirit is. Well, as an entrepreneur, I am poor in spirit. I need you. So I have business meetings with the Lord. I, the Trinity, all of them, come on, come to the table. Let's talk about this. Let's set some goals together. Let's, let's celebrate some things. Let's, but it's this idea that, um, I don't know. I just totally went off on a tangent because I'm so passionate about this that because I think, again, we think that we have to fit this mold and do these things. And yet as entrepreneurs who truly are spirit led, it's going to look different. It should look different. It should stretch your faith. It should feel uncomfortable. It should feel like, oh my goodness, is this right? And I have so many personal stories, especially between the last three years that the Lord has just done some absolutely incredible things with my radical faith, right? That I was like, okay, slow down my business, start homeschooling. Oh goodness. Um, okay. Don't start building my business when my husband is not working. And I just, and then we made a hundred thousand dollars in, in the next month. And it wasn't because of my business. It was because we sold a house and God blessed us abundantly. It's like, it doesn't really matter where the provision comes from. And I think as entrepreneurs, we very much can tie our success to our business numbers And it's like God provided for our family in such a supernatural way that I couldn't even brag about it. I can't even say I did this. I launched this. I did that. No, God did. God did. He told me to slow down, slow down my business, 
don't do anything. Don't launch anything. I'm like, this does not make sense. This is Q4. This was last year. This was like Q4. I'm like, Q4? We're supposed to ramp up for the new year? Like, this just doesn't make sense, God. And I felt so deeply. I knew. Holy Spirit was telling me, I got you. Can you just listen to what I'm asking? And I did. And then this abundant favor and provision in the most craziest of all ways. There's a whole story about my house because the beginning of that, the whole other story. Um, but that's how God works. And so... Holy Spirit led is where you said, I'm like, yes, we have to be led by the spirit. And, and as entrepreneurs, that will stretch, that will stretch. I'm in a season right now, but the Lord's doing the same. He's like, we've been here before. You can trust me, right? You know how, you know what I did of, you know, last year, you remember what I did, right? Okay. I'm like, okay. Um, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't, it doesn't make me question what on earth are you doing? And so, um, Christian coaches who are going to give women permission to follow what the Lord is saying and not only follow what the Lord is saying, but create space to hear what the Lord is saying. So that then when they say, Hey, I feel like the Lord is asking me to do this. You're like, yes, girl, let's do that together. I'm going to walk hand in hand with you so that you can walk that out. And it's going to feel different. It's going to, it, it's going to make you question everything. But if God said it, his promises are yes. And amen. I promise you there's something good on the other side of that. Let's do it. Let's do it together. Amen. Amen. As we wrap up, I just want to thank you. You know what I mean? And that's what I love. I love guests that as they're speaking, I'm like, yes, yes. And I'm receiving all these nuggets because total, you know, transparency and podcast listeners here know <laughs> I'm pretty transparent. But the, the reality is if God has called you to it, there is nothing on this planet that can stop you. You know, I'm in a current season that I could only devote to my business certain amount of hours, but I know that I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing and trusting in God. That is how you're going to see the flourishing of the success in those small, consistent steps over time is going to begin to develop into that bigger picture. Um, and I just wanted to say that just because, you know, I, I believe that there's women here listening that maybe don't have that many hours and they're like, how, how can this happen? But if God has called you to it, you devote whatever hours you have to your calling and he will do the rest. It's like the watering and, and mm -hmm. he will do the rest. And it, it feels different from the people you see online who seem like that's their whole thing and they're hustling and they're working hard and all. And so again, it makes you feel like you're not doing enough. And I have definitely had the Lord has working that out of me. I, I asked the Lord, you know, what am I, what lie am I believing, right? About working hard. What lie am I believing about that? And he spoke very clearly to me and said, I don't need you to do more. I, I'm just asking you to do. It's not about doing more. It's about doing. And so whatever, like Yolanda, what you're saying, whatever the Lord is asking you to do, even though it might look, sound, feel very different than what you've heard or what you think is required, like this perfect recipe for success, do it. I promise you, he's not asking you to do more. He's simply asking you to do what he's asking you to do. And who is faithful with the little, right? He knows can be faithful with much. And sometimes it's just those little acts of obedience saying, okay, God, I trust you. He's like, okay, great. You, I trusted you with that. Well done. All right, now let's get to this next level. Let's, let's do this next thing, which is going to stretch you even more. And I like that you said that too, Yolanda. You're, you're a coach, right? 
but you have a coach. I'm a coach, but I have a coach. And I love Susan, by the way, she's awesome. Um, and so it's, coaches need coaches, right? Pastors need disciple too. Like there's, there's, there's all these things that we all need to be called to this higher level. And so back to your original question, if there's anyone on here who is considering coaching in the Christian space, I just want to encourage you that there is a woman who is several steps behind you who needs you to turn around, put out your hand and say, come on, I'm going to show you the way. Uh, I'm going to point you to Jesus. And as I point you to Jesus, we're going to, we're going to do this and it's going to be good. It's going to be so good. Hey friend, so what did I tell you? It was good, right? So much golden gems, golden nuggets. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put all of Heather's contact information down below. So all you have to do is slide this show up and it should be all down there. Her links to her podcast, her website, Instagram, Facebook group, all that good stuff. Also, head over to your nearest podcast platform, search her podcast, leave her a rating and review. You know what I mean? This is what it's all about as Christian women, supporting one another in our businesses as we build up this kingdom because we cannot do it alone head over to your nearest podcast and do that in addition i want you to screenshot this tag me at she's called and confident let us know what was your biggest aha moment what did you love about the show you know personally heather was one of the first people which makes sense now but that has this whole beautiful blend of the heart set mindset of the father and really flowing into that and i just love her approach on all things biblical mindset and stepping into your calling. So I'm excited to so I'm excited to talk to you more next week on another juicy topic that I know you are going to love. So until next time, talk to you soon. Love you. Bye. <laughs>